I was hoping that the next time that we spoke, it would be on better terms. And here we are. Um, I know. I know Me that too. you, I know you just said before we got on the air that, that you don't exactly know a firm date when, but why don't you break the news uh, to, well, first of all, you were on episode 298 if people want a really in-depth background, but why don't you give right. people a recap and the news just uh, in a bottle if you could. Well, you know, Christian was um, arrested August 2nd, 2016 on a two and a half million dollar bond in Williamson County. And then they transferred him to Jackson County for something that occurred over there that he had nothing to do with. So he sat there two and a half years and we went to trial, but he was charged um, 23 years for trafficking. The former state's attorney, Mike Carr, asked for 40. The judge gave him 23 for that charge. And then the max, 15 for the conspiracy charge. And he had only been in Illinois six weeks. He didn't even know. He knew two people in the conspiracy that he went to school with, childhood friends. So anyway, he did a couple of silly favors for his buddy. And he ended up getting a total of 38 years, luckily, concurrently. So they go by 23. He's been in there almost eight years. We just found out. He's being released at the latest February 12th, possibly sooner. If he passes this test that he has to take, he could possibly be out by the end of the month or February 9th. But the very latest will pick him up on the 12th of February. My birthday's five days later, the 17th. So it's going to be one of the best birthdays I've ever had. And um, he met with the warden and... I, I wish I could, like, thank someone for what they did in helping get him out. But the person I can think the most is my son. It was his good behavior and taking every class he could possibly take and, you know, transferring where he needed to go to earn more time off. And he's been a model inmate. He had no priors. He had no violent charges, yet received, you know, a total of 38 years. But when he talked to the warden and explained, you know, I'm missing time here. And then they got with the counselor, counselor, they figured out, oh, you're missing a lot of time. So it put him at almost immediate release. Here we are in January. And um, so if he passes his test, he could get out by the end of the January or the end of January. But if not, the latest will be February 12th, which uh, as you can see with my painting mess in here and I got little kitties, my mom's kitten or cat, old cat from mom's in a nursing home. Unfortunately, I want her to be here, but I work all the time. I put in 80 hours last week and, you know, just trying to get ready. I'm so psyched. I've never been happier, but then like I told you, we had a couple of losses. I, I was just notified right before I talked to you, a good friend of mine in Florida, um, rest in peace, Brad Boatwright, wonderful guy, um, just found out he passed away, but lost my dear friend whose name is Tina also earlier in the week. And um, it's just, time is so short, you never know. 
that's I've just been praying to please God let me hang on to see my son again let my mom hang on and you know his sister has been I can't even thank my daughter enough as she's held the family together the last almost eight years and she's four years older than Christian and yeah, I think he's more afraid of her than he is me, but <laughs> well, I think but we're elated, you know, other than we're praying for our loved loved ones and friends right. that are going through some very hard times. We're, we're elated. Yeah. And I think, uh, Christian's sister reached out to me if I'm not mistaken. I, I can't remember yeah. exactly, but, uh, and this is a good segue folks. One of the reasons I wanted to bring Tina on is, is as uh, Tina just showed she's we're trying to welcome Christian back make sure he hits the ground running and so I wanted to share this Amazon list uh, and and Tina if anything else comes up too, feel free and I can you know be sure to share this but right now um, really simple stuff if you can provide any of these things uh, you know it would just really help uh, because you know he's been gone for a long time he doesn't have any of these things um, no. so you know, if you're able they took to everything, even the poor guy's shower curtain. So they right. took the clothes, they took the paintings off the walls, which I had loaned him. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was crazy. I've never seen anything like it, but I just want to bring Cole and I'm, I'm so thankful to you. You don't even know how much I appreciate you and watching, watching your audience grow and you know, you're, your subjects they're so interesting you're not only obama's one of obama's favorite podcasts but you're mine as well and you know not just on the topic of cannabis but i was following nevada and i was loving it and i see a big future for you but you really gave us a platform when not many had and we're forever grateful and wish you the very best in your career and if you're not watching Cole's Memo or Tillinois podcast, you need to. And I know that sounds like a plug. It kind of is, but I'm so happy. And I just can't help but smile right now because the last time I talked to you, it wasn't that way at all, you know. And we did lose the appeal. And they notified me October 13th. The appellate attorney notified me October 13th, which was Friday, October 13th. And um, he said we lost, but the judges in their their footnotes wrote that it seemed like the former state's attorney was more interested in the conviction than fair or equal justice. But they they still upheld the decision. But you could tell they weren't happy with some things. So Kirsten's case is still headed to the Illinois Supreme Court now. So. Um, his appellate attorney believes that things were not done correctly, you know, and, um, I don't know what will happen. Maybe nothing at same case as the appellate court, but we're still taking it there and bringing awareness. My fight will not stop my, I hope you'll help me, um, spread the news about Kevin Allen in Louisiana who had a life sentence you may know about. And then recently it was reduced to 35 years hard labor after he's already spent several years in there. And it was over $20 worth of marijuana, you know, life in prison. 
and I heard he had a prior record, but it was nothing violent, and he had served his time for those. So, you know, but they make it so difficult. This reentry stuff is so difficult, and they come and inspect your house, and things have to be the way they they want it to be. I know an inmate was recently declined going somewhere because the place he was staying had uh, a Yorkie. It was a little ankle biter, but the parole officer didn't like it. So denied his parole to that house. So the guy had to go to a halfway house. You know, they have complete power, you know, whether you're their mother, their father, immediate family or not. It, ultimately, it's their decision. And in some cases, I get it. It's best that way. You know, there's things going on in homes that shouldn't. And you don't want to send someone coming out of prison into a place that only temptation exists or, you know, could possibly that's so easily to get, you know, to violate parole. The, the standards are pretty high. And so, you know, and I get that in a lot of cases as well, you know, but it feels like to me, the people that really need that type of attention they're they're not getting it you know murderers pedophiles i've said it before they make plea deals in and serve a portion of the time you know right. like a fraction a tiny fraction of the time like it's it's unbelievable you they do not want you taking them to trial it is like challenging a king and you do not challenge the king. And yeah. so I'd also been talking to the current state's attorney, Joe Cervantes, who I actually campaigned for after my son was convicted and we got car booted out of office. Luckily, um, like I've said in the past, he has cases on the ID channel, murder cases and stuff that he didn't do anything about. But yet, a kid that's never been in trouble, has no priors. He's ready to hang to a cross, you know? So there was, it was definitely malicious prosecution in my opinion. And many others, you know, judges I've spoken to law enforcement, correctional officers, and Christian wouldn't be where he is right now. If it wasn't for his behavior and the programs that he's done, he's excelled. And, and he honestly did this on his own, but I, can't thank last prisoner project enough because they have helped me so much stephanie shepherd is my hero i've been breaking down and that woman would take my call and try to guide me through the day and give me the best advice and you've been there for me as well and i i can't repay or thank you all enough i i truly can't i just i want us to naturalize cannabis it's so beneficial in so many ways and you know medically and recreationally you and I both know that like I I feel it's far less dangerous than alcohol you know even though we're both sipping a cocktail tonight but I'm a little stressed out and I'm sure you are too yeah but. no mine is actually it's Gatorade with weed in it oh <laughs> okay that's even better yeah that's yeah. even better well but, uh I just want to thank you for the kind words and uh, look, it's no problem, you know, just trying to fight for what's right. And as you said, there are many other people we got to continue to fight for, but we also, you know, again, I just want to plug again, I'm going to have this uh, 
shopping list in the podcast description so that if you're able to directly help Christian get back to it, uh, for lack of better words, you know, check out this list and see what you might be able Thank to pitch, you. pitch their way. And I just want to say, you know, again, thank you for doing what you do not only to have fought for your own son but you did you you've always been about the bigger cause and fighting for other people you know yeah and i just want to like acknowledge that and commend you for that because um you could just be like well my son's getting out i'm done i'm done fighting for this i don't really care no. about this and i feel I, like I'm, I'm just getting started Cole. yeah yeah no. Exactly. The the people that have committed committed nonviolent offenses like this just have no place in a cage with people that have committed committed violent offenses. That's the difference here. And I, I just hope I pray that we understand that, you know, going forward yeah. And to your point that you brought up again. There are other people um, even this morning. Unfortunately, I got a text from a friend that said that they uh, could be charged with a class A misdemeanor for improper transportation of cannabis because it wasn't in an odor proof container, which by the way, that's also being debated at the Supreme court right now. And again, it's kind of crazy how this was, you I know, mean, we I, don't, we take our six pack home, right? You know, what is the difference? You know, you yeah. should keep all of it out of the reach of children. doesn't matter, right. you know, but it's like, it should be treated no differently than alcohol, in my opinion. The them not getting on it and getting it legally federalized, you know, federally legal. I I'm like, what are they doing with their time? What what are these task force doing or that have been assigned to this doing? Because we what have we really seen in the last almost four years, progress wise? We've heard a lot of BS, but we we've heard we've seen we've heard more talk than we've seen action. Right. And I encourage everybody to vote smartly. I would never tell anybody who to vote for. Sure. But really research a candidate and vote smartly because, you know, right now they're telling us all what we want to hear. And, you know. I question on what what their real priorities are with this drug and the way they're trying to reschedule it. And, you know, they, they won't pass certain, you know, banking acts or this or that, you know, it's making it more dangerous for everybody. They're keeping the black market alive. And if that's what they want to do away with, they're, they're ass backwards, excuse my French, but they're ass backwards, you know, they're, they're only keeping, you know, the criminal enterprise going and they could stop it so easily. You know, I worry someday, will they be telling us how many tomatoes we can grow in the backyard? How many cucumbers? I mean, they take more control, more control of our freedoms every single day. And we as Americans have got to stand up. You know, I might've been asleep, but I'm awake now. And I won't stop. Like I said, my heart goes out to Kevin Allen first and foremost. And so many more behind him. You know, the names are endless. But it's unreal what that, that young man got, you know. And 
I'm going to really be advocating for him and, and anyone else I can. I don't yeah. know where this path's going to lead us, but I hope it leads us in a positive direction with maybe our own foundation to help others, you know, because there's not, there's not too many. It, it takes a village, you know, yeah. and I've learned a lot from Stephanie Shepard and last prisoner project. Well, hey, when it comes to that, let us know how we can help. And uh, I think that's a good a good note to end on. I want to play a, just a very, very short clip. It's like five seconds and then we can close. Okay. Um, as you just said, I'm so glad you brought it up. And it's just another testament to how in the uh, in the loop on policy you are. Um, recently, there was the rescheduling. Um, it came it, it came out that HHS had recommended that cannabis be rescheduled to schedule three. Now that's not official yet. The DEA right. has the final say on that, but that was as a result of this. And I want to play this short clip because this is very important and it makes your okay. As I said, when I ran for president, no one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. And we all agree on that. Nobody should be right. in jail for just using or possessing, or I'm going to add cultivating marijuana. Um, or cannabis or whatever you want to call it. And yeah. unfortunately, as you pointed out, schedule three does not prevent people from going to jail um, yeah. in and of itself. It could lead to other policies maybe that prevent some people from going to jail, but I just wanted to make that clear. There is still stuff to fight for folks. Um, the, the fight's yeah. not over. Um, and, and unfortunately people continue to be affected by this every day. Uh, Tina, I don't want to keep to keep taking your time. I know you got a lot to get to folks that list, please help out. Uh, it was kind of cool. You. Just You don't have to show it if you don't want to, but you showed me earlier, or maybe it was a video I saw people have been contributing. So to the folks that have contributed so far, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So, oh my God. Yeah. And feel free to show that list. I'm a little technically challenged. Christian was my tech guy. And so I know I'll get back, you know, <laughs> on top of things once he gets home. But, you know, I've had to kind of navigate by myself. And I think he'd be proud of me. I'm He might not like some of my videos when I'm angry, but. <laughs> hey, you know but what, though? He, yeah, he gets I, it. I if I get the chance to, I'm going to let him know that he should be very proud of his mom because you fought so hard. And you Thank just never, you. you never quit. I've seen all your posts and how on it you've been, not only about his case, but other people's. Again, it's not just your selfish, you're not being like selfish no. about just your case. And so I just wanted to commend you again on our way out. So I will be such a pest call that they'll have to release some of these guys. I'm not quitting until we get them out. And I hope I get on their nerves so bad that they just like, God, set him free where this lady will leave us alone, you know, but that's my goal is to really, <laughs> I hate to admit it, but that's my goal. You well, know? Hey, any other cases that you want to come on and talk about the door is always open, you know? So just I'm yeah. a message away. Let me know. Okay. okay. And real quick, you are familiar with Kevin Allen in Louisiana. Are you? I'm not. I'm gonna have to do research. Look him up. You will. Kevin Allen. Unbelievable. And Stephanie Shepard, reach out. She knows a lot about his okay. story. It, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I, I don't want to start crying. I'm on a high right now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But if anybody deserves to be out, that guy does. And many, many others, thousands of others. Of it's course. ridiculous. Yeah. It's no, but thank you. It's for, hypocritical. 
thank you for sharing a story that we can look into and and I'll definitely do my own research and maybe even bring somebody yeah. on the show so that we can bring more awareness to those case this case and so many others. So well, thank Tina, you. happy thank Friday. You. God bless. I love you to death. And you know I'm following you. Yeah, yeah. I'm likewise. not stalking you, I'm following you. I okay? know, I know. Likewise, <laughs> likewise. We're here for each other. So thank you. Right, and thank uh you, we'll be in touch. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye.